What's up everybody? Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming at you from the office. It is a beautiful April day. Um, we talked last time about economy, fuel mileage, whatnot. And so I was going to do kind of a part two because there was some stuff I didn't touch on that uh, can have an effect on your economy. I know I jumped right from you know, um, simple stuff you can do right to engine swaps. Um, but there's a layer in there that I didn't touch on that, um, I'm not sure it'll take up an entire half hour, but it's something that, uh, probably should get covered because it is important, not only for economy, but just for, uh, drivability as well. And so, um, before I get there, I just want to say thanks to everybody that's uh, listening and follow along, telling your friends. Um, I appreciate the comments on social media and the you know the Facebook shares and things like that. So um, you know, slowly adding to the audience, and uh, I appreciate appreciate it all. Um, by far the most widely listened to uh, international harvester podcast. So I know that's not saying much, but uh, anyway, I appreciate uh, appreciate everybody everybody being here. So um, we'll get right into it now. So um, let's say that you've you know done the uh, check your tire pressure and you've you know make sure your brakes aren't dragging and make sure your wheel bearings are adjusted right and good fluid and everything and you've done the engine tune-up and you're you know you're still looking for more there is a lot to be said for gearing gearing is just torque multiplication so you know gearing allows the engine to operate at its peak operating range so you know if your axle gears are too low like uh, 488s or 513s. I had an international truck in here that uh, had 617s. So it was very low geared, very slow. Um, that puts your engine operating range, you know, real low. So, you know, if you like these early Scout 80s, a, a lot of them had 488s with you know 31 inch tall tires maybe and so that put the cruising speed you know i think the four cylinders like to run around 2400 2500 is their you know happy place um you know it put the highway speed at like 45 miles an hour maybe 50 um you know and uh, that's just too slow for a lot of people. You know, that low gear, it might have been good for the high or for, you know, work in the fields or in the mountains. But, excuse me. Uh, but once you get uh, on the road, it's no good. So over time, you know, as people's usage of the, of the vehicles changed, the gearing changed as well. And you can see it. You know, from the early scouts with 
488s and and uh, 427s to the 1980s scout where you know i think 410 was an optional special order ratio but most of them were between 307 and and 373s uh, so you know it just changed so that's the thing you know if you're if you've done all this stuff to get better mileage and let's say your scout is you've got 33 inch tires and 307 gears you are going to be burning a lot of fuel just getting going it's it's very you know it takes a lot of horsepower to overcome that leverage ratio of, of 307 gears on on tall tires so you know if all you ever did was open highway you know if you just you live in wyoming and it's all flat or you know mo moderately hilly but you know, cruising speed you're you're probably okay but a lot of guys or girls that you live in city settings suburban settings um you know the western states that are real hilly um 307s and 33s is not a good gear you you're actually pushing the truck pretty hard to maintain speed because that like i said gears are just it's just leverage so you know if you're running 33s i recommend to a lot of people to run um 373s because that gives you better off the line you know quote unquote power um and also it lets you do you know 70 on the highway still you're a little bit higher like right now my travelette i have 373s and 35 inch tall tires which it's not the best um that 304 is pretty tired and it's you know like i it struggles taking off in, in first gear uh, sometimes. And so, you know, but then growing down the highway, I can do 70 at like, I don't know, 2300 or some, I don't have a tack, but uh, it's, it's right at the top end of what's a comfortable RPM. Uh, I think the last time when uh, I drove it to um, Western regionals down in Barstow last year, um, we had thousand pounds of gear in the bed, uh, me and Aaron and uh, camping gear and all that stuff. And I think we were averaging about 14 miles a gallon, uh, at 70 miles an hour on the highway. Cause it's California, you know, so we're doing the speed limit. And so, um, you know, it was great for that kind of driving, but it's really, it really has to work. Uh, when you're running it around town and stop and go driving. So, um, you know, you got to really choose a, an axle ratio that suits you, um, you know, and that's why 373 is just a an all around decent gear, in my opinion. You know, yeah, it's it's a little it's still a little uh, tall for 35s. You know, you guys running big tires, uh, I would recommend 410s. Or 409 depending on who you talk to um but uh, if you're on a stock size or 31 
you know, if you got 31s, I, I would recommend like a 354 um, for a driver gear uh, for all around. Again, you know, if you're mostly highway, I would say, you know, even 307s on 31s, uh, you're you're pretty all right. If if all you're doing is a lot of highway and things like that, but you know, uh, the other workaround that people are are getting um, is a overdrive transmission. So that allows you to run. You know, you can run a a 373 gear with your 31 inch tall tires, but then you shift into overdrive and now all of a sudden it's like having, you know, 330s or, you know, if you're at 373, yeah, you'd be like having 330s or even 307s depending on the depth of the overdrive. Um, so it's kind of a best of both uh, situation where the overdrive five speed lets you um lets you choose a, a little bit lower axle gear so then you know you can do the city driving and not suffer the consequences but then have the benefit of the highway speed with that overdrive um one other thing to look at like if you have a pickup or a travel all i know everybody's looking for that t34 overdrive five speed but it's a terrible transmission for uh, anything but regular driving. Uh, there's a huge gap between third and fourth. It's got a really funky shift pattern. Uh, it's just not a great daily driver trans, in my opinion. Uh, I know there's some guys on the Facebooks that, that will argue me about that till their death because they spend a bunch of money on this setup and now they have to defend it. Um, but... For me, if I was building another travelette with a manual, I would actually go with a five-speed direct because five-speed direct, yeah, the fifth gear is still one-to-one -one, like it would be in a four-speed, but you have more gears in between. So you can use each, you know, use, use the engine RPM a little bit better so you don't have these big gaps between each gear and so you know the the uh, anybody that has a scout 80 or 800 with a three speed knows that the torture just the full soul-sucking torture of being in second gear and screaming grabbing third gear and have it lug like it doesn't have enough power and that's what kills economy and, and power. Um, it's just having gear spacing that's too far apart. Uh, it works. The three-speed works a little bit better on with a V8 because it has the torque to pull that gear. But it's still bad for economy. The more that you can keep the engine in the sweet spot... Uh, you know, whatever that might be, that 19 to 2200 RPM range, um, the better you're going to be. Uh, and so, so more gears gives you the, gives you that, um, you know, the ability to keep it in that spot. That was one of the things about the automatic transmission that, uh, you, you know, what it was supposed to do early on was keep you in, the right gear 
all the time or in the right i'm sorry the right rpm all the time the problem with automatics is that they the torque converters slip so you're constantly burning gas just keeping the transmission spinning um, so that's why in the in the night late 80s and into the 90s the automatic transmissions had lock up torque converters and so then it wasn't spinning all the time there's still a tiny bit of slip but you know that's one of the great things about the allison that i have in the black truck is that uh, it locks in in second gear uh, at a certain certain speed it uh, locks in and it stays locked through all the other gears so which is also cool for like when i'm in tow mode it stays locked in going downhill so it's like an engine brake uh, it's really really pretty spectacular um and you know i'm not much for technology like that but when it works like that it it's really something else but anyway um you know a lot of guys are going to the 700r4s in the scouts and trucks with the lockup converter to help with economy because it has an overdrive and the lockup converter so you're not getting the slip and you've got that overdrive to help with the lower gearing uh, and the axles but like i said for me if i was building a travel at to tow and i still have the international engine i'd be going for a t35 or t36 direct five speed so then i could gear the axles um you know the the lot of trucks and travel alls came with four tens or 409 you know a 409 with a 33 inch tall tire which is like a 255 255, 85, 16, or, or the uh, 285, 75, 16, uh, if you want a little bit fatter tire, all about 33 inches. Uh, so you put those on with your 410s, and then you run the five-speed direct, and you can use those gears, and, and it's a, you know, fourth gear in a four-speed is one-to-one. -one. So, you know, in a five-speed, it's like, 1.1 so you just have a little bit more rpm range to use there and so um you, you know you really got to sit down and decide what your majority of your driving is what the majority of your usage is going to be um what your budget is because of you know overdrive five speed is not a cheap it's not a cheap endeavor. Um, Regearing isn't cheap either, but it's it's less hassle than the uh, than the five speed or four speed overdrive automatic, whatever. Um, so you know, really come to terms with what it is. And if you're if you're in a build with a shop right now, and they're doing you know they're doing a spring over, and they're doing thirty threes, and there's no talk at all about gearing or transmission change you probably should have that conversation with them because you're going to not like it. It's going to have, you know, it's going to be down on power if you don't have the right gears matched to the tires. And in the old days, like you, I don't think they offer them anymore, but there were some ratios that were there to fill that space just for the best possible uh, economy. So like you used to be able to get three thirties and I think anymore, it just goes from 307 to 354. You used to get three thirties. Uh, and then you also could get three ninety twos. 
So now it goes from 373 to 410, but back then you could get 392s. Um, it's just like, it's just about fine tuning every, um, every inch out of that RPM range. And these ratios that I'm giving are for Dana Spicer axles. Um, because I know some of the other manufacturers had different ratios, like the the international axles, the RAs, you know, RA11 and uh, RA15s and stuff. They had like 430s um, and other weird ratios that, uh, you know, were hard to match. Like you'd have to get, like if it was a three-quarter ton pickup, you'd have to run a 430 rear with a 427 front, which is just that's right on the edge of being acceptable gear difference. Um, you're probably still going to end up with some binding if you were to use it on the road, but, uh, you know, a lot of off-road use and, and being really judicious about your, uh, uh, four wheel drive usage, you could probably get away with that kind of ratio. So anyway, I get off track there, but, um, yeah, the, the thing about just the having the, just the right gearing for just the right tire size. And, uh, and then just like I said, being honest with yourself about how you're going to use it. Cause these guys, they're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to take it wheeling like twice a year. And we got a family camping trip where I pull a trailer. So, you know, once a year I'm going to be tolling a, a 3000 pound trailer. So yeah, I really want to use four tens, but the other 99% of the time, they have, you know, 40 miles of highway commute and they're on, you know, 30 inch tires, stock tires. It's like, yeah, that's probably not going to work out very well because you're, you're going to be revving the engine to maintain traffic speed or you're just going to have to go slower and, and you're not going to like it. So, you know, be honest with yourself and, and, you know, if you really want off-road performance, and now here, here's another, here's another side to this. Let's say you're running 307s and you're a 31-inch tall tire, and you do a lot of highway, but you do want to go do some wheeling a couple times a year, and you need low range. You know, because 307s in a in a stock Scout setup. That's real fast off-road, even in low range, you know, the Dana 20 in, in low, which is two to one, you're slow. I mean, you're, you're not that slow. And so let's say you want to have some slow gears. So now you run your 307s, but you get, you know, a three to one, or it's 315, uh, Terra Low kit in your Dana 20. So now that's added some more low range. So now it's made your 307s into like 427s, which, you know, that's a big jump in, in gearing. So, you know, there's that side of it too. You can gear the other way. You know, I've spent most of the time talking about highway and, and tuning for optimal economy. And then the other side of that coin is you can tune for off-road ability with transfer case, you know, or some of these five speeds have a lower first gear than what your four speed would have or your automatic would have. So, you know, there's that side of it too. So there's, there's a lot of, um, tunability 
in in these setups you know you can run you know 354s and and uh 31s and still cruise on the highway good but then you get your transfer case with the 315 kit so now you're you know like having 488s when you're in low range uh so you got kind of the best of both um so you know there's just so many so many variables for tuning for economy and tuning for functionality uh you really can have you know the best of everything depending on on how much money you want to spend you know because like i said you can run your 410s with 33s and a five-speed transmission with low gear transfer case and now you're set up for everything you've got highway speed economy towing power and low range for off-road ability um so you know but that whole assembly like i just described is seven grand so it's like if it's going to be the only truck that you use if it's if your scout is going to be your daily commuter and weekend hunting truck and summertime boat puller then you really need to consider you know spending the money to do it for the all-around setup like that but if you're not going that route and it's real occasional and you really just want to drive it then you know go back to what i talked about earlier about the gearing and and whatnot but again all of this should happen you know after you do all the simple stuff like the bearings and the tune and drivability stuff to make it more efficient then start looking down this route you know and then if you know if it's still not for you then you do the motor swap for something more economical but uh you know a good running 345 with a good drivetrain and good fuel delivery system they can get real decent mileage you know 16 plus out of a truck with injection and the right axle gearing the right transmission and then you know good transfer case gearing for off-road it really can be an enjoyable all-around rig and you know look at look at some of this new quote-unquote off-roaders you know these jeeps and and whatnot they're coming with um you know 410 gears and 33 inch tires and five speed overdrives and transfer cases with four to one low range like i i'm pretty much just describing i've just in the last 20 minutes laid out what new rigs are coming with so you know it's not uh it's not outlandish it's not a far-fetched idea it's i mean the manufacturers are doing it the only reason i think that that it didn't happen earlier was one i don't think there was enough outdoor recreation uh for people to to need to feel like they needed it um you know rock crawling has only been really serious in the last 20 years but um you know and, and then there just wasn't the technology uh you know to put a five speed in the d series is they had to use medium duty truck transmissions they were using the big you know, like I said, the T34, T35s, that stuff, because it just hadn't figured it out yet. Uh, same with the automatics, you know, they didn't have a overdrive automatic until the late 80s. Um, 
you know, there were bolt-on overdrives. I mean, Warren had the overdrive for the for the T-18, and there was a Rancho overdrive that went on the back of the Dana 20s. And, uh, you know, but they were these bulky, weird add-on things, and they just hadn't quite, the manufacturers hadn't nailed it down yet. So now we've got the technology to run the best of everything, so why not try and duplicate that in your truck, you know? It's not... I think four tens and 33s is a very good pair. And then you just match it with the right transmission and the right transfer case. And then, yeah, you've got, you know, a good mileage, good driver, good wheeler. Um, but it costs money, you know? So that's what it always comes down to is time and money and, and, you know, being real with yourself. So there, that was, uh, my ramblings on that hopefully some of it made sense um so if you did not listen to the last episode you should go back and listen to that one about other economy and mileage stuff so thank you everybody for listening really appreciate you um tell your friends tell your family uh and uh till next time i'm dan binder boneyard <laughs>